Welcome to Empowering Leaders Podcast, where we redefine leadership so you can take your people where you want them to go. I'm Yaja. And I'm Alex. If there's ever a time to empower our leaders, it's now. Whether it's a pandemic, a natural disaster, political upheaval, challenges faced in the workplace, or even personally, great leadership is key. No matter the crisis, or even if there is none, our episodes are filled with relevant conversations around what it takes to be an empowered leader. We'll have guests joining us as we dive deep into ways in which we can all communicate more clearly, build a stronger culture, engage and influence with relevance, and so much more. We'd love your feedback so that we can make this epic for you and we can all learn and create a world of empowered leaders because empowered leaders empower leaders. So we invite you to rate our show and share your feedback in your review. Now, let's jump in and explore. So let's welcome our next guest speaker. Uh, next on stage, we have the wonderful Martin Stark. Now, Martin lives in Sydney, where he works as a senior IT strategist or strategic procurement leader. And he's also the founder of the World Gate Boxing Championships. And Martin's going to be speaking today on the topic of bringing courage to authentic inclusion and diversity. Welcome, Martin. How are you? I'm really good. Yourself? I'm wonderful, great thank speaking you. Speaking so, yeah. what, What's that, sorry? I guess it's been, been great listening to everybody so far. It's been pretty cool, hasn't it? It's been an awesome morning. Yeah, yeah and it's well, so great to have you here too. Thank you so very much. No, you're very welcome. It's, it was interesting because I had the second person to have lunch with Nick and we've had uh, lunches several times yes. talking about the World Gay Boxing Championships because inclusion diversity is about bringing everybody together, sharing meekness. Awesome. but also celebrating what makes society great, which is people. Absolutely. You, that's exactly right. People, we make society what it is. Yes. That's awesome. That's awesome. So you're a courage champion, inclusion practitioner, and you are so very passionate about diversity, social justice and fairness. And so would you mind sharing a little bit about why, I guess, bringing courage to authentic inclusion and diversity matters? So at the moment, Inclusion diversity is in its nascent form. It's probably been around in corporations and organizations for about 10 years, but the world has changed. People are so passionate about where they buy their goods and services from. They're passionate about the environment. They're passionate about people. So now organizations have to demonstrate why they are so authentic in their inclusion diversity because with people matter, everybody mm. matters. And how you buy, how you shop influences other people and we want to care for the people, especially in these challenging times. Wow, I love that. So what you're saying is that, um, you know, it's, it's how we're made to feel as individuals as to where we go. It's whether we know that we've been made to matter or not, whether yeah. we've been included or not. That's huge, isn't it? Yeah, what a change from the first, my first time in an organisation was, your employee, I'm the manager, the person that is over here, but now we collaborate, we communicate. We, we didn't have events like this 10 years ago, but no. diversity has brought us all together and now we all want to matter. We do, absolutely. Martin, I'm sorry to interrupt you there. Could you just speak in? I've had some, thank you for the feedback um, that we can't hear you very well. So maybe speak in a Can little louder. Yeah, just one yep. more time. Yep. 
Yeah, just bring your microphone close. Fantastic. Yeah. Wonderful. Thanks for sharing that, Martin. Wonderful. And um, and with with all that's going on in the world at the moment, as you mentioned, because there's a lot of uncertainty, as Robin mentioned before, and, you know, people, you know, the thoughts and beliefs and everything, the social change, what, chan what challenges are there in terms of inclusion and diversity, do you think? There are four key barriers to inclusion and diversity. The first one is apathy. It's not my problem or I don't particularly care. The second is empathy. I don't understand. The third is accountability. It's not my responsibility. And the fourth is fear. But at the same time, you have people who are now sharing their voices and they've waited decades to share their voices. And there's so much pressure on organisations to show what they're doing for an inclusion and diversity. They're having to reassess analyze make statements and make commitments so that there's so much pressure from organizations from their customers from their employees and everybody's saying that i care you think about the me too movement the black lives matter movement everybody's so passionate so that's the real pressure at the moment on mm. inclusion and diversity yeah yeah awesome so thanks for sharing those so there's apathy empathy accountability fear and and someone mentioned and thank you so much for putting those on there beck i appreciate it but i think fear is a huge one as well um <clears throat> particularly with all that's going on at the moment so you think people don't want to upset somebody they don't want to offend another person but also political correctness can hold some people back but if you don't have those challenging conversations that honest dialogue you're not going to get to the root of the matter the courage is needed to actually say ask those questions at the same time as an out gay male i have been the victim of homophobia but it's not my problem to fix homophobia it's a societal problem but actually acknowledging there is a problem is hard especially for an organization because often they don't want to admit we have a problem in our organization they want to projected a positive image so it takes a lot of courage to admit things may be wrong and they need to change totally totally you know what uh, it's it's so key what you just mentioned right there we're so scared we've got this fear of what if we say something and people judge us you know and they look at us in a way that perhaps we're not good enough or we're not accepted um and there's a there's a there's a potential um fear of i guess uh rejection yeah. in the community and that's we've got this it's this conditioning isn't it um within society and within any every culture really or most cultures that um we've just got to say what we are meant to say what um, we're supposed to say and what we're supposed to believe and nothing else matters but that's not true we all right. must have a voice we all and i love your courage and i i have been following your journey yeah. um martin and it's been it's been incredible and i i love your courage into speaking up and disrupting the status quo yeah. which not many people do well i'm going to share an example of an organization that has done great work at starbucks the big coffee chain now they have the rainbow flag on their coffee cups during Pride, but in Seattle, they decided to train all of their employees on to recognize people of the LGBT community may be vulnerable, subject to violence, so that when you go into a Starbucks, it's a safe place. They're trained by the police to recognize the signs and be able to report something they're at risk to the police in, in a safe way. So in a subtle way, They've made a sense of belonging with the rainbow flag on the coffee cup, but a safe place when you go to their store. And if you're in trouble, 
let me contact the police and help so that takes great courage to go and get, take that one step further wow absolutely it does that that's huge isn't it and what an impact that makes yeah um that that's incredible thanks for sharing that that's pretty yeah. cool that's awesome um just a couple of comments if i may share with you from the audience to you martin um I think the current situation in the world is shining a light on so many things, um, someone, someone was saying, and uh, we need to suspend judgment in order to have breakthrough in our culture and society. I think that's a really great comment. Would you agree, Martin? But the thing is, it's, it's, it's doing it, though, not just saying it. You know, there's so many people, and thanks for sharing that, Jen, that's so important, because so many people say that this is what we need to do, and yet we sit back and wait for someone to take take the take the lead, um, but we should be taking the lead as leaders. We should be, yeah. And I say disrupt prejudice, disrupt racism. People talk about the system, and you're waiting yeah. for the system to change. So, the World Gay Boxing Championship started out because I enjoy boxing. I wanted to go to the Gay Games in Hong Kong in 2022, and I was calling myself the future World Boxing Champion. I wanted to win gold for Australia. I subsequently found out boxing was removed from the list of sports. So I decided, why don't we create the World Gay Boxing Championships, which That's is awesome. straight friendly to allow people not to allow homophobia to stop your participating, but create a platform where people contribute. And I've had so much help from other people. Uh, some of my board members have kind of joined this, this, this seminar today. So people make a difference and people can facilitate and drive change. Well, wow, congratulations too. I love your initiative. I really do. And I think that's so exciting. Um, so well done. You know, that. Oh, thank you. Oh, no, you're so welcome. And um, someone was saying, you know, that's amazing. Hats off to you. Um, so that's, that's terrific. And the boxing program is such a great initiative indeed. Well done, Martin. So that. Oh, thank you. No, really, that's, um, that's huge. And so um, now I'm just wondering martin you all now in terms of your um boxing uh, the, you know the, the boxing um uh, championship that you were talking about now first i would like to go back to you're also an advocate of health and fitness is that right yes yes right. i i have a rare autoimmune disease i have yes. disease which which jk had which is my, my adrenal glands that don't produce cortisol which your body needs to regulate your immune system in signs of stress, physical, emotional, psychological stress. Your body will produce cortisol, mine doesn't. I've also been in two induced comas. This is my tracheotomy voice. I've, I've been on a ventilator twice. So wow. I, was, I was aware when they were performing the tracheotomy and I lived through my worst fear. My goodness. But, but life presents challenges, but you have to get on with it and, and deal with it. Yeah, thank you for sharing that and for being so vulnerable here with us, um, Martin. And, and it's, it's such a pattern that I've heard today too, that life is full of vulnerabilities. Life is going to throw us some beauties and, you know, how and what we do is what matters. Whether we grab the bull by the horn and go for it or whether we stay stagnant and do nothing and wait for someone else to do something for us. Um, and it sounds like, you know, you're such a courageous individual and I love what you stand for. And um, that would have been so very scary for you to have to experience what you experienced. Um, it was a very poignant, my worst fear has always been the tracheotomy. 
what I remember from that was the passion of those around me. My, my surgeon was an African man who refused to give up on me living. Wow. He, I was attached to a ventilator. They took me, a tube was already in my mouth, I took it off. They put me on 100% oxygen and it was being told off, you know, basically I was going to die. Mm. So they, sed they sedated me, I was still uh, aware and I could feel the pressure in my neck, but I, I could sense the people around fighting for me to stay alive. Then my next moment were the dark dreams you get when you're in an induced coma. Imagine a nightmare you can't get out of. That was my reality. And from that, I have hyper-awareness. But it's, it's, it's how it all, all comes together because you have to get through life. Wow, Martin, what an experience for you. Yeah. That's... Um... And, and do you mind me asking, and I know that some people would be thinking the same, is that do you remember what you were telling yourself in that moment? I was telling myself, I was focusing on what was happening around me. Right. So I, was, I was focusing on the surgeon. I was focusing on something was happening in my neck, but I, I couldn't feel the cut. I couldn't feel like you, 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 your brain was telling you, but I, was like, I, can't, I can't move. I'm immobilised but this is my chance of loving. Wow. So what do you do when you think you might die? You, you pray to whatever, whatever your beliefs, but I just tried to focus on those around me, not what they were doing to me. Wow, that's so powerful. Focus on those around me, but not what they were doing to you. And that gave you great power. Yeah. And I guess the ability to take the next step. Yeah. That's incredible. That's, that's, <laughs> that is incredible. And um, a couple of comments here. Beautiful, Martin, speechless. And inclusion is not segregation, is it? Um, someone asks as well. No, inclusion is, is really making sure you, you, you bring yourself and, and you invite another person. So, for example, at a dinner party, you might have some friends who are vegetarian or, or certain food. You might say, please provide your dietary requirements a few days before so then you can have diverse food but include people like your dinner table so segregation is is, is a practice which is hopefully over in most parts of the world but inclusion is making sure we no longer need to segregate ourselves and others that's awesome thank you so much is there any message or any powerful message that you would like to share with our audience here today, particularly with all that's going on today from a perspective of courage and to, it's okay to find your voice. Is there a message that you would like to so, share? I'm going to say about nil advantage, your network, your influence, your leverage. Imagine you're the person in a team meeting and somebody's telling gay jokes, or somebody's telling racist jokes, and it, they may just be, it, it's harmless fun to them, but I, as a person, do I have to defend myself? Or if you say, you know what, Bob, Jane, I don't think that's appropriate. You're being an ally, you're, you're being a friend to me, but you're also being a friend to other people in the room. So be an ally, be an advocate, and be a friend, because there are so many things that you can do, including diversity, it's all about the leadership, but highest levels of the organisation, but it's also about everybody else making a difference. And it's those practical, simple things that will really deliver those long-term benefits. Thanks, Martin. That, that's such a, a, a great point you make there. Because often what happens is that, you know, when we're in a, in a, in a situation networking or even in a group with a group of friends, um, what I've seen too, and I totally um, 
hear what you're saying in terms of advocating for the underdog even you know what i mean what i've what i've noticed is that when there are comments like that made people just don't say anything they don't speak up they think oh it's just a joke well it's not just a joke you know and we've got to step up and we can't just accept it just because that's what's been said all along you know i remember growing up and i was always called a wog and i hated that why was I something different? You know, why was I so excluded from it? And I hear what you're saying and all of these different things matter because they then either allow us to move forward and become an individual and be cool with our voice or become a recluse and close down and do nothing because of whatever we made that mean. I'd like to share a stat with you. Uh, Over 60% of graduates have LGBTQ go back into the work so to go back into the closet and into the workplace so they can be openly gay lesbian trans whatever at university but they don't feel they can continue being who they are when they enter the workplace so imagine having to leave part of yourself at home go to work you have to be accepted all over again yeah so that those are the barriers that we need to break down and where inclusion diversity really make the difference Totally. Thanks for sharing that. And that's brought a real, a different realization to the, to the forefront too, because it is leaving a part of you, isn't it? It is leaving part of whoever it is that you are at home because you have to leave yourself at home to belong. I mean, what's that about? It's, it's okay to be you. It's you're an individual and it's again, that culture that we create um, as leaders. So this is again, raising, I guess, the awareness of what culture are you creating in your organisation? Who do you want to be surrounded with? Do you want to have people there that can't be themselves? You know, it's about creating that culture of acceptance, inclusion. Absolutely. And acceptance can mean safety. And and one trend we're starting to see now is ex-employees are using Glassdoor, but they're also using Twitter, Instagram to create anonymous profiles and share stories of what it was like working for an organization. So it's it's so important to actually embrace the spirit of humanity and treat staff in in the right way and and deliver on your promises for equal opportunities and equity and social justice. Because I predict in the next two to three years, there'll be more stories of employees saying, this is what it was like to work at company X or organization Y. And it's your brand and reputation which will be at risk. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And what you said about safety is so true. You want to feel safe that you're going to work or that your kids are going to school or that you're hanging out with your friends and you want to feel safe and secure around them and it's okay to be who you are and there should never be judgment. Um, You know, I mean, I understand as human beings, we are judgment beings. It's who we are, but we've got to remember that how is someone else feeling, you know, (laughs) Putting ourselves in that situation would we like to be excluded like that? Um, that's such a great, you make so many great points, Martin. You really, really do. And, you know, it's interesting. So many organisations, so many cultures, even at home, you know, people talk about inclusion and diversity and all the rest of it, but they're not walking their talk. I, right. I've, been, I've been on the receiving end of that as well. And so if you're going to um add that as one of your values well you need to you need to walk it you need to walk your talk <laughs> because I, that I, creates yeah. the certainty that creates yeah. the culture simply saying yeah. something for the sake of saying it is just bs isn't it if you think about america there are organizations which have won awards for inclusion diversity hmm. but at the same time they're supporting politicians who might vote against 
Equality Act in the Senate or the Congress. So it doesn't take you long to work out which politician is getting money from which organisation. And, and again, it comes back to that lack of authenticity. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Just a couple of um, comments, if I may. Um, um, just bear with me, I'll just go back. There's so many coming through. That's awesome. Keep them coming, guys. Uh, inclusion, okay. Trying to find what lives behind those judgments and comments is usually helpful engaging in healthy communication. Absolutely. Um, the same goes for sexism. Somebody mentions it. Absolutely. Uh, let's not forget sexism as, as it is often, it is often um, forgotten. It is, isn't it? And it's a bit like uh, with regard to environment, you know, sometimes we think that we can't make an impact as one person. It takes every person to do one thing to make a difference. And it really does. It takes one person. And uh, they say that, you know, um, communication is absolutely uh, healthy indeed. Goes back to the culture of trust and belonging. And uh, I, I see this in so many organisations, and I trust you do too, Martin, where there's, there's segregations, there's um, silos, you know, and so to be accepted, you've either got to be this or that. I even, yeah, I even remember, yeah, in high school as well, same thing, you know, if you, there were so many groups and you felt almost, oh, if I'm not in the big group, I'm not good enough. <laughs> well, I, I also say about having the courage to include yourself, you know, yeah. joining a different group, joining a different friendship circle. There's so many things that you can do as an individual to find what I call the try. You, know, you can create that sense of belonging. Totally. Comes back to you as we were talking with, um, with Nick, I think, around the circle of influence. We all have, cho have choice as to who we hang around and who brings out the best in us. And um, you're 100% right there, Martin, too, in that we have choice to move away. And a lot of people, you know, it's funny you say that because... I, I had this conversation with a couple of leaders in organisations that I was working with and, um, you know, I said to them that you can remove yourself and they said, yeah, but if we don't, if we keep removing ourselves, we'll end up with nobody. But that's not true. There is some, uh, there's a tribe out there for each and every one of us. Would you agree? Absolutely. I, I've had tremendous support for the World Gay Boxing Championships. And one of my missions is I, I want a straight male or a straight female mm. to have the title of a World Gay Boxing Championship. What a, what a great ally that would be yeah but your tribe will find you if you just put out saying this is what i believe this is what i'm prepared to give and get back in return yeah absolutely beautifully said beautifully said and just a couple of comments again if your tribe doesn't work for you find a new tribe loving it yeah. loving it loving it and i'm loving this tribe yes absolutely ditto so people are people are understanding that and you know what when we start becoming authentically ourselves we start attracting our tribe we yeah. start attracting the people whom we can be ourselves with and are accepting of us and we're accepting of them. And there is no judgment. It's a judgment-free zone. It's a safe zone. Absolutely. Um, this year, we were fortunate in Sydney to hold Mardi Gras, probably the only Pride event mm -hmm. to take place in 2020. And, and I say to people, we march for you. Although mm -hmm. the rest of the world is affected by COVID-19 and people can't have celebrations. Well, remember, we celebrated and we might have to have ours next year. So when you have yours in June, July next year. You celebrate for us because that's the community. Wow. 
That is so cool. I love that. That's just beautiful community sort of attitude, that, that warm, fuzzy feeling. That's terrific. Yeah. That's awesome. Martin, thank you so much. So in terms of bringing courage to authentic inclusion and diversity, uh, again, what resources do you have available that people can tap into if they need someone to you know, help them with, with where they are at right now? So I, I'm being mentored by a beautiful gentleman in America called Dr. Joseph Moyer, and he's created an organisation called Systemic Diversity. So it's systemicdiversity.org. And that's just got some great resources you can find out because we talk about having to do the heavy lifting. If you want to know homophobia, please do a little bit of research before you come and have a conversation with me. I don't have to go and explain all the times I've been called those horrible words that have made me feel. But when you understand a little bit more, I can actually help you understand what difference you can make. But also, World Gay Boxing Championships at all, come and see what we're doing. Come and support us because then you're part of the community and you're including yourself. Oh, I love that. Absolutely. That sounds exciting. That sounds so good. Thank you for sharing that. And if I may share with you too, um, someone said in the chat box, the gay community doesn't just march for themselves. They're marching for each and every one of us that feels left out. How beautiful is Absolutely. that? Absolutely. Well, you know, I have blue glitter and blue face paint in my boxing boots have got glitter on them. Then, you know, we're making progress. I love that. I love that. And let's all support Martin. That's terrific. Thank you so much, Martin. And thank you to each and every one of you too for your supportive and love the glitter. Someone says they <laughs> love the glitter. <laughs> and thank you for your beautiful comments and your support and your love. You know, that is so, so uh, it really matters, doesn't it? Absolutely. Martin, I appreciate you. I appreciate your time. And again, um, if you would like to, and someone says, Martin, you're gorgeous. He is, isn't he? <laughs> He's beautiful. <laughs> He's lovable. And, um, you know, if you'd like to connect with Martin, please, again, the email will be sent out to you after this event. Uh, so you're more than welcome to connect with Martin or any of the speakers that you've heard so far. Martin, thank you again for your time. You're welcome. I have the word courage tattooed on my back. I love, do you? Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> That's so cool. Well done. Good on you. And thank you for all the beautiful stuff you shared today. Yeah.